Welcome to the OT lifestyle movement. This is for the occupational therapy visionaries and the ones who see things differently. We're moving our profession forward through living and leading a truly holistic lifestyle. Hey, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the OT lifestyle movement podcast. I'm Rhiannon Crisp, occupational therapist, personal trainer, and founder of otlifestylemovement.com. Let's talk about SMART goals. So if you're anything like me, the SMART goal framework has been drilled into you since university. It has been the gold standard. It has been the holy grail of goal setting. We've been told that every goal, everything that our clients want to achieve needs to be filtered through this goal setting process. We need to make sure we're setting specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound goals. What I have found on my own personal journey is that I don't necessarily set SMART goals for myself. I have big, ambitious goals that don't filter through these goalposts. And it made me reflect on whether I should be filtering someone else's dreams, desires, goals through this exact SMART goal framework. And I've realized that it's not for everyone. And I do talk about this in an earlier episode of the OT Lifestyle Movement podcast where I talk about goal setting and how to get to your goals faster. But I wanted to flag this with you because if you feel like setting SMART goals is hard, maybe it is because there's a reason for it. And what I've come to realize is that I don't set necessarily achievable goals, quote unquote achievable. And this is one of the things that we need to do when we set SMART goals. We need to set achievable or attainable goals. And The resistance that I've had against this is that I don't always know what is achievable. You know, how do I know it's achievable if I've never done it before? If there's no evidence of me ever having achieved a goal like this, then how do I know I can do it? How do I know it's attainable? How do I know it's achievable? And the answer is I don't. And unless I go out there and I try and do my best and I reverse engineer all the steps in order for me to get to that goal, I will never know whether it is achievable or not. Maybe other people have achieved this kind of goal, but they're not me. They're not in the same circumstance as me. They don't have the same biology and physiology and cognitive processes and emotional and all all the things, social relationships environment everything's different right and if we're to take a non-cookie cutter approach to each person then we really don't know if something is attainable or is achievable if they haven't done it before so for me when I set goals I set big goals and sometimes I fall short of my goal and that's okay because I would prefer to raise the bar really high and fall short of reaching my goal but exceed what I had ever believed was possible rather than set the bar too low 
and fall short of reaching my occupational potential. I want to set the bar high. I don't care if I don't necessarily get to my goal, but I know I'm going to do better than what I ever would have done if I, if I had have set the bar really low. Um, and so, you know, this got me thinking, like we shouldn't put caps on what we believe is possible for our clients. You know, if they have this desire to really go for something, we shouldn't peg that back a notch and go, you know, what is realistic, what's attainable, and try and get them to set a goal within these confines. It, it, it doesn't allow them to reach their occupational potential or to see what is actually possible. So maybe it's time we question what we've been taught. Maybe it's time that we have the audacity to do things differently because there is another way and maybe it is a better way. And goal setting, just like anything, whether it's an assessment, whether it's an intervention, whether it's a framework or a model that we're using, we know that there's not a one-size-fits-all approach. We know that there isn't this cookie-cutter approach that we can use for every single person. And the same is for goal setting. We can't just expect that SMART goals are the best, are the gold standard, are the holy grail of goal setting. You know, maybe we need to widen our perception. Maybe we need to question things. And maybe we need to reflect on our own goal-setting process. And when we set goals, whether that is to get through university and, and what our goals are and what we have to get done, maybe it is when it comes to business and entrepreneurship and the kind of goals we want to kick in this realm Maybe it is when we're talking about losing weight or becoming fitter and healthier and spending more time on personal development. How do you set goals? Do you always make sure that they're specific and measurable and achievable and realistic and time-bound? Or is there some flex in this? Is there flexibility? I was reading something recently and it reminded me of this goal setting process. And it was regarding Thomas Edison who created the first light bulb. And he trialed to create this light bulb 1,000 times. It took him 1,000 times before he got it right. And that's a lot of times. And I think, you know, if we were the occupational therapist helping a client to achieve something, and they had a 1,000 trials at this, you know, and this 1,000 trials could take years and years and years. Are we going to try and peg them back and say, Hold, you know, is this attainable? You know, you keep failing at this. Is this working? Let's try and work out. Are we just, are we going to be by their side and helping them to progress and, and believe in them and, and believe in their occupational potential? Um, because it's something that has never, ever been done before. This wasn't even done by anyone. He had nothing to replicate. He had, he had no idea whether this was attainable or whether this was achievable. And interestingly, when a reporter asked Edison, how did you feel when you failed a thousand times? Edison said that I didn't fail a thousand times. The light bulb was an invention with a thousand steps. Right, so it took a thousand trials, a thousand steps to get to his goal, and he got there. But he didn't put a cap 
He didn't have any roof on his expectations. He took it off and he just persevered. He had this persistence to follow his dream and and do this work that mattered to him. And what would have seemed unattainable and unachievable to most, Edison didn't. His vision was strong. He knew what he wanted to do and he set out to do that. So I wanted to put this to you to not set a limit on what our clients believe is possible or not. Don't don't peg them back and say, you know, sort of question whether it is achievable or attainable. Let's take the roof off our expectations and, and support them to work it out and figure it out themselves. And even if they don't reach that goal, that is okay. They are more likely to exceed what they ever believe was possible by setting that high goal for themselves than setting the bar really low and doing something that they can do but not achieving their full occupational potential. So go out there for yourself, for your clients and dream big. Cross out the A in SMART goals. Set goals that are, you know, maybe I'd even change the A to alignment. Specific, measurable, aligned, realistic and time-bound. And again, like maybe we need to question other things. Realistic. What does that mean? Let's pull it apart. Let's not just be conditioned by how we have been trained because I know a lot of the things that I was trained in university that has evolved. You know, thinking evolves and we need to continue to evolve with the times and evolve with current thinking and what's out there and best evidence. And this is this is just my download. This is just my thoughts. This, again, take what resonates and leave the rest, right? Take what makes sense to you. Explore it yourself. See what works for you. Try it in your own personal life first. But I think it's, it's something important to look at and to question. So go out there, go set some goals, take the roof off your expectation and go help your clients to achieve their wildly ambitious goals in life through their everyday occupations. Carpe diem, guys. Go seize the day. That's it, guys. I hope this episode resonated with you. But more importantly, I hope it inspires you to take action. If you hang out over on Instagram, come over and say hi. Let's connect. I'm at Liamon Chris. And we'd absolutely love your radiant energy in our Facebook group family. You can find us simply by searching the OT Lifestyle Movement in Facebook. If you love this episode, I'd be super grateful if you shared it. You can take a screenshot right now and share it on Instagram or Facebook so we can connect with more amazing, open-minded OTs from around the world. And if you are sharing it on Instagram, make sure you tag me at Rhiannon Chris so I can share it on my platforms as well. The more we share the OT lifestyle movement, the more we can create a ripple effect. And if you do love the podcast, please give us a five-star review so we can be found more easily. 
So that's it guys, go out, create the epic change that you seek in the world, one occupation at a time. Carpe diem guys.